Hi everyone, this is Neil Thompson from the Inside Oz podcast. As you know, the guys are raising money for Sheffield Children's Hospital, and you can donate online through their Just Giving page. If you donate, you can unlock huge bonus episodes from the guys, as well as other perks. Head on over to www.justgiving.com forward slash royalgrumble to donate whatever you can. There isn't a set amount to donate, it's completely up to you, and you can also see all the information regarding the bonus content. All donations go directly to Sheffield Children's Hospital. It's a great cause, so give whatever you can. Thank you. Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I'm your host, Graham, the real host. I'm back. Hello, everyone. What, what do you mean by the real host? I mean, host? I don't know why you're talking, because I'm not talking to either of you. <laughs> it's so, a fun podcast. Yeah, exactly. I'll do my own stuff, and then if you want to input, I'll stop. There'll be a significant gap, and then you'll be allowed to talk. Dan is here. <laughs> uh, did you enjoy your birthday That's not present? significant enough. Yes, I did. Until I listen to the podcast. <laughs> All I'll say is what I d- expected to come didn't come. So I'm just grateful for that. Let's just move on. Daryl's also here. Yeah. Hello, listeners. If you're a new listener, don't listen to last week's episode. No, don't, don't, don't waste your time. If you s- somehow was a li- new listener last week and you came back. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> Lol. I want to say thank you to the. There was two or three people who reached out and said they enjoyed it and wanted us to do our own conspiracy theory no. show. Getting us three in a room together is hard no, enough. No. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I have no interest to be a part of any of that after your display last week. Well, it could be Dan and Daryl teach Graham about conspiracies. Uh, there's nothing that we could watch. Teach me. I, I watched JFK last week. I watched the film again. Oh, I've started no. reading. He's doing it again. Well, let's just move on. It's your then. fault. I've started Darryl. reading. Uh, You're the one that moves people on. Yeah. Move them on. Move right, them move on. on. Yeah. I watched the Mancurian candidate today as well. I'd not oh, seen that before. Brilliant. It's uh, quite interesting. You want to talk conspiracy theories as you were recording your little podcast? You're too busy not to check Twitter and see that Harley Race had died. Yeah. Harley Race was 76. It's somehow in my head, I thought he was way older than that. But I think that's because all the time that I've watched him, he's always looked really old. Yeah, he's one of those who's always been about 45. Yeah, he's... he looked 45 since he was about 25. Yeah. How old was he when he was managing Big Van Vader in WCW? Uh, Well, right, let's do been the mental maths. That was what, that was what 92? 93? Yeah. 93. So, let's do the mental maths here. Uh, He was 76 when he died this year, so uh, he would have been 70 in 2013, which means he would have been... Around uh, 50. How old is Triple H? Around that. Around 50, isn't he? Yeah. He had a birthday recently. Oh, there's all these things now. Like, the, like when they when they've talk about... You know, like when Bob Backlund came back and he was like, Oh, oh Bob Backlund, what's he going to do? And he was about the age that John Cena is now or something daft. Yeah. Like, I saw a whole thing that was like, these people are these ages. Back when... in the Like, in the Attitude Era, when Earthquake came back... Um, which incidentally I didn't know, but apparently I had a tryout match with Joey Abs. Uh, Wasn't Earthquake Golga? Yeah. Yeah, but right. So Golga, but then he came back and, again and, as Earthquake in about okay. two thousand and one and had a trial match and didn't sign. But it was around the time of the gimmick battle royal, and he was like 
29 or something daft like that <laughs> no he wasn't no he wasn't but he was like 34 <laughs> honestly i swear yeah again another one that looked about 45 for the whole, all of his life but he was about 34 genuinely i'm gonna look it up now whilst, okay. you, whilst you talk about harley race so yeah like harley race is a little before my time he was more of a, he was a manager and stuff by the time we started watching um i think no, go- i never i never saw him uh do out in wrestling when i watch him I didn't watch WCW. Okay. Um, yeah, so... He was actually... John Tennant, in terms of that, he was 35 in 2001. Okay. But it looked about 45 then, actually. Quite certainly, he never actually made it to 45, which... So he he must have been really young when he sort of like yeah, had... Yeah, yeah. He was, well, he was born in 1963, so what... When was the Hogan thing? What, about 85, 86, I reckon? Yeah. Based on no evidence in my own head. Well, no, because like eight, 84, 85 is sort of the general time when Hogan won the belt. Well, exactly, it, so. yeah. So he would have been, what, 22, 23? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not much I can really say on Harley Race. He was obviously a legendary figure, and uh, the biggest thing I know about him is the story that CM Punk talks about on one of his shoot interviews, where um, he gave Harley Race a ride, and Harley Race was puking into his, imp- like, throwing up in his mouth and then just, like he'd got the window rolled down and was just casually just spitting it out the window and then oh, so we took a nice memories of harley race ladies and gentlemen yeah well it, it's like the one story i really oh, remember sorry, Carol, are you taking the moral high ground here on uh, the memories we have of other people yeah yeah <laughs> why can i not do that just, i don't think you're allowed okay and then there's see that's the thing like most of the stories i've heard are from shoot interviews and some of them are told in the positive light some aren't because the other one's kenny omega talking about how much harley race hated him um when he went to his training school dan i'm gonna i'm gonna interrupt the broadcast because you're little you're, no you don't need to stop it it's fine we'll keep it going but you, your head there you go you right your headphones are stuck on a specific thing if they're not on, if they're on that my head gets pulled down to the bottom so uh it, the headphone cables were stuck in my guitar pedal box. Yep, there you go. So that that's that's a little treat for everyone. A little insight into the into the back the background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Harley Race, yeah, unfortunately, is dead. Uh, Defiance also dead. <laughs> so I knew that w- that well, segue were coming because it was the obvious segue. Look, obviously, it's sad that Harley Race has died. It's less sad that Defiant has died. Ah, uh, come on. Like. Okay. Sorry. No, you're right. It's, it's a bad thing. It's bad when any wrestling company folds. Yeah, but because it's, it's a wrestling company, though. It's less jobs for... Any wrestling company. Yeah, is it bad when any wrestling company folds? Defiant never really had massive issues. Like, it went right. like paying talent Na- Naked Babe Wrestling DVD in here, like, a few years back. I spotted it. You know, sort of pile of DVDs Oh, yeah, there. I remember that. Yeah. You did, didn't you? Yeah, and it was like Naked Babe oh, Wrestling. Yeah, it were WEW. Oh, you... Oh, sorry, Women's Erotic Wrestling. I got it yeah. wrong. Or Women's Extreme Wrestling, depending on what show it was. Yeah, so when that closed down, surely that were a good I thing. never noticed it closed because down. Because it, degra- it degraded women. Yeah. Oh, you sexist pig, Dan. <laughs> I never even knew that company. The only reason I bought that DVD is because it had Lacey on it from Ring of Honor, who yeah. I quite liked. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I didn't realise it had all the other stuff to that's it, too. That's the excuse I'd use as well. So Defiant, for those the uninitiated, is the form of what culture pro wrestling? Uh, oh, well, I'll say that now. You what, sorry? Well, I thought we had a battle. Well, they're dead, so oh, okay. good. Unlucky. Didn't they, weren't they the ones who uh, hired the sex pest? Yeah. And they also hired the bloke who was uh, spent £500 on a billboard. His last £500, weren't it? It wasn't, though, was it? <laughs> it was a lie. Just a straight-up lie. Joe Hendry was going, oh, it's a shame. I was like, it's not. And then, he signed, then Joe Hendry signed with Ring of Honor. Well, yeah, for the Ring of Honor, yeah, yeah. 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 I bet he was devastated. 
Oh no, my contract. Oh, what a shame. I actually have to go. Mind you, I was going to say he's going to work for an actual company, but it's Ring of Honor. And they kind of ah. had the same issue, like aside from all the like other controversial stuff, they had the same issue as one PW had in terms of the original shows were these like Daldio super shows. Uh, no, no, but they had the same issue that one PW had because uh, Dragon Eyes were running it. Oh, 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 <laughs> he's just, oh he's, it's out there now. Is it actually out there now? Because if it isn't, then that's a scoop. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is so, 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 so But it's yeah, not Dragon Ice's fault. They were terrible. Although they ran super shows, and then it got to the point where all the big talent they were hiring had gone to WWE, and the WWK guys weren't allowed to work for them. So they were trying to rebuild, and aside from a few talent, they didn't really have anywhere close to the roster they used to have which led to dwindling crowds and like, it's it is a shame when any company it falls especially one that was like that could bring eyeballs to people like for whatever we feel about that yeah, but what no, i don't think it did right, i don't think thing. it did what? i think mm. when it was what culture um which obviously it pays me to say it but obviously they had a big fan base you know when sex yeah. Pest were the, and what culture and all that they had a big fan base which which did draw fans to the show and all that I think once it changed to Defiant and got rid of they got rid of all them because obviously they left and formed their own thing, didn't they? Yeah. I don't think it were then this big platform. I think it was only a big platform when it was what culture pro wrestling. No, um, so I was reading when it got announced. Um, there was a Reddit thread on it, and I was reading a lot of the comments and that, and the amount of people in there who said I was just a WWE fan, and I'd watched the YouTube like what culture videos, and then they started their own company, and I continued watching Defiant, and they said I might not have been as like watching it continuously like I used to but I was still keeping an eye on the products and everything and still seeing talent and I uh, think that's yeah so they, they weren't watching it as much as they used to so they weren't putting money into the company no but a lot of these like American fans and stuff as well um, I think it's that thing that what culture kind of wasn't for us because it was aimed at like WWE fans rather than indie wrestling fans oh kind of it was aimed at you two yeah but... But, yeah, but I hate things that are aimed at me. Don't yeah. aim things at me. <laughs> but at the same time, like anyone who's aiming things at you is like the only thing that should be aimed at you is like some kind of shotgun or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just think to the fact that they ran All shows. I'm is, anyone... Who did a dodgy Scottish accent last week, mate? <laughs> all I'm saying is, anyone who's like, catering exclusively for you is catering for the wrong type of person. <laughs> yeah, because I'm that kind of stubborn person. That if you make something specifically for me, I'm gonna instantly hate it. <laughs> but like on a personal experience, I can say. They brought to like they did three shows at the plug under What Culture and Defiant, and on those shows they had Ricochet and Angelico versus War Machine, so three quarters of that match are now in WWE and the other person's in AEW. Um, they brought up Pentagon to it was War Machine, mate. War Machine at Viking Experience. Okay, yeah. Just oh, Viking. So you, you, you the real name. No, Viking Experience, but call not, them. Okay. Call them the proper I name. I not, can't remember what they're called now. Call them the proper name, not the new name they came up with. You know, like um, the proper name. And then the next show had Walter Zack Saber Jr. and Travis Banks in an amazing freeway that lasted twelve. Which was just a twelve-minute sprint of Walter murdering them both. <laughs> like it brought a lot of really cool stuff on their shows, and it's a shame that they folded because there is companies in the north. It's northeast, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Uh, it's that there's still companies in the northeast, but they were still kind of the premier one, and th they brought Pack back to Newcastle and stuff like that just this year. So it, it's a shame that they've folded, and 
you don't want to see any British company fold unless they've got real stuff going on, which they never really did. Right, my, my thing with the water culture, right? There was a lot of potential to do something with it, and it, they were unfortunate in the sense that, like, basically YouTube monetiz- monetization changed uh, around the time they were starting. It was like yeah, it was called make... the adpocalypse. Right. Yeah. Well, they were making they could make money from. They basically figured out right, we can make money from this, and YouTube went <laughs> no, no. But three things stand out in my mind. With what culture, with Defiant, whatever you want to call it. First of all, that farcical massive World Cup they did. You right. say farcical, but they managed to hold a 64-man tournament with very few people. I think there were only like two people got switched out of that tournament. And for an indie company to run a tournament of that magnitude over multiple countries with the level of talent they had, that's kind of incredible that they managed to do that. Yeah. Who won the World Cup? Kushida. I actually Beat Will Ospreay in the I final. straight up didn't really. Most of you, you were thinking that so, no one remembers because I don't remember. No, but no. Uh, it's t- two New Japan guys. Yeah. Men. Yeah. So <laughs> I, went, um, I went to the... Good, uh, good for British seeing that. Not, not even the British New Japan guy won it. The second one was the first shows which were just... Look at all the water culture people here. And, like, for as much as... What they didn't seem to understand was those people, yeah, they present on your shows, yeah. but that doesn't make them on-screen talents. They're not, you know, you shouldn't build your angles around them. Yeah, that was the stuff I didn't enjoy as much. And yeah. the final thing for me was, and it, this, I think really this this is what speaks to it. This really is a, like a microcosm of what what culture was all about. So the very first event, right, very first event, they've got Joe Hendry. Joe Hendry was going to be a big part of what culture, right? So they had Joe Hendry against Walter? No, no, he wasn't against no, Walter. No, Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff? That sounds I think it was correct. Dave Mastiff. Yeah, well, anyway, right, the point is, time. say it's Dave Mastiff. It doesn't actually matter because they had uh, Joe Hendry against Dave Mastiff. Joe Hendry's gimmick, ICW and elsewhere, was he makes funny videos about other people uh, set to, like, parodies of songs now in icw he did this for what two years three years did it for a while for a long time and then eventually he had a match against mikey whiplash and mikey whiplash <laughs> was like right i ain't having this it was it was big demo there you go that's right there you go um so my in icw he's been doing this for two or three years and mikey whiplash goes i ain't having this i'm just gonna grab him and drag him out and pagger him right fine and by the way, even even when he came back and pagged him, the song he did was absolutely brilliant. Of course it was. Because <laughs> it was right? him making fun of the fact that he just loves hanging out with Tommy End, this... but not Michael Dante. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really so good. Mu- like, so, so much of that was very, very funny, right? Yeah. The first What Culture show, the very first show, they go, here's Joe Hendry who does funny videos, and he's done a funny video about Big Demo. And Big Demo just goes back backstage and drags him out and beats him. Yeah. So... The whole point of that is you build up to that, right? Where just you can't just do it straight away, and that was a lot of the thing was they were like, oh, we want to do this straight away and do all these things and throw throw all the shit at the walls and it's gonna be work fine, and it was like that because they wanted to be like a big promotion straight away, they just did big promotion things straight away without any sort of backup to them, and uh, that was yeah. part of the reason why. Like, even if you it's ignore all the personality stuff, that was part of the yeah. reason why I was like not for me thank that's you. kind of from having lived through one pw as well and seeing how that goes for companies as well and that's where we are now where once you've had shows that are headlined by like kurt angle versus cody rhodes uh you're not gonna then have a few years later having a show where 
you've got random guys from the northeast, uh, yeah, north, yeah, northeast on it, who aren't drawing fans as much. But yeah, that wasn't the only British wrestling news, which was a worry for which set alarm bells ringing for people. Oh yeah, of course you guys recorded before the Jim Smallman thing, didn't you? Yeah, we mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, I know, but I yeah. forgot you actually yeah, mentioned he... on the show that you recorded. That yeah. was one of the bits of the show I did enjoy was when you said. Here's factual information that doesn't contain any <laughs> any opinion or. To be fair, know. the news show we did pretty straight. We did a proper news show. It was your birthday show where we went a little. Oh, a little. We're gonna. You're gonna use the word a little. A little. Uh, okay. Let's just move on. Out of the box. No, I, I thought it was a nice little treat for him. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Yeah. What's your concept of a treat? <laughs> New and improved iron brew. That's a treat. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. <laughs> right, yeah, so Jim Smallman's basically is leaving Progress after Progress 100. Yeah, I'm wondering whether... <laughs> Wait, can we... Listen, so... I just need to say, I'm not an idiot. Right? <laughs> it's 99 with a flake because it's a flake ice cream. Yeah. Let's <laughs> honest. Right, I mean, I... Uh, I'll fully admit, did not get the reference. No, no you pointed just... out to us, but I figured it out after. Yeah, that's what I would say. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you, you literally messaged me like 10 minutes after we finished, went, it's 99 with a flake. <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah, I'm scatterbrained at best of times. Yeah, so Jim Smallman's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Brit Rest is dead, isn't it? That's it. It's over. Yeah. I mean, it, it's and we're the first ones to say that. No one else has done an entire podcast <laughs> about it. Certainly, no one in Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, that one was just for the room. Oh, um, elastic, fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's. What? They don't know, do they? It's fine. Right. Yeah, but then you kind of implicate other people in that who aren't. Ah, involved. there might be. There's someone. somebody in the Elastic Fantastic video that I have uh, worked with in the past. Yeah, there is. Yeah, Reverend. No, she's a lovely lady. Can't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> she was nice. That's oh, great. dear. She didn't turn up to the screening, so. Oh, you fuck don't her. like her. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but yeah, it's ki- it's going to be weird with him not at Progress because he's the face of the company pretty much. Like he's the guy who welcomes you in, and like I think he's such a go- big part of it. I think that's going to be the weirdest bit. Yeah, because um, oh, what, what, and the customer service is going to get way worse. Wait, so who who's is is Glenn Joseph John Briley? Isn't it? John Briley uh, is the other yeah, one. So yeah, so that's them two in it, and they run it with Jim. But now yeah. Jim's step, stepping away. Um, yeah, so them two are off off camera people, aren't they? They Glenn Joseph does commentary. Yeah, but like. Sorry, so what I meant is, yeah. like, you don't see him, do you, really? No. Um, when part of the progress experience is Jim Smallman doing his stand-up act, isn't yeah. it, for, for a bit of it, getting you all riled up for the show. I did see a good tweet, actually, where somebody says at show 101, it's uh, Jim's round, which I thought <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but that's, that's the thing as well, which I don't know if he made it up or how it came about, but the it's your round thing, he, yeah. he gets everyone stand up and... So, I think that I don't think Brit Rest is dead because it died a long time ago, and it's it did though, didn't it? If we've been honest, like it has little resurgences, but it died a long time ago. <laughs> um, I just think that progress will be a bit different. Yeah, and that's it, really. I think basically they're probably going to have to go like not have to, I suppose, but realistically they're going to end up going back to some sort of smaller venues and just sort of. 
dialing down a bit and then eventually they're going to get bought in a year by Vince McMahon well it's going to be tougher for them considering the other bit that came out this week that apparently WWE has told uh, Progress WXW and pretty much all the companies that affiliate with them that WWE UK talent will no longer be able to appear on their streaming services can only appear in dark matches which Progress has been doing a good job recently of building up new talent they're in the rebuilding that aren't signed to WWE UK apart from the fact that their champion is Walter yeah, that's going to be a bit awkward, isn't it? Which has led... It led to a cool thing where Progress were in Toronto last night. And it was uh, Paul Robinson challenging. And through some pretty decent promos... Um, and this story breaking about... Um, that Walter's not going to be able to be on Progress's on demand for much longer. It's led to people believing now that he could lose the title at any moment. Which is actually pretty good for them. That they've got this thing where people will believe that the champion could lose a match. Chapter 99. He's not losing in Sheffield. They're not changing belt in Sheffield. They're going to change Why? it. Like, Why not? Because What's wrong with Sheffield? That'll, that'll, be way, Sheffield? that'll be way after they'll have taken all WWE UK talent. Yeah, but how, do you, how do you know? How do you know when they're taking them off? Yeah. Well, if he's going to lose a title, might be, might be it'll be next Ali year. So, yeah. It'll be Ali Pally where he loses it. But then again, I don't know how I feel about David Starr beating Walter in progress. I'd rather it happen in WXW. Why? Yeah, why shouldn't it happen it in OTT though? What, so, what, what do you mean? It's where OTT did the best. That's where the Walter well. David Star stuff started. Yeah, in Dan's like, completely. I mean, really. No, no. It everyone in Ireland there. knows that it's real. It's really part of the Jordan Devlin story. Yeah, but yeah, but th- this is this is the whole thing I hate about indie wrestling. If I'm running progress, hmm. I don't care what happened in WXW. I don't care what happened in Breed. I don't care what happened in Defiant when it were alive. Don't care. Progress is my storylines. So if I want to change the belt and have my own angle, that's what I would do. The Walter Davis Star storyline isn't wasn't a progress storyline until just now though. It's like with most other things I'd agree yeah, but this an has OTT been a thing storyline as we all agree. <laughs> it was t- it was taken from the thing where it was a storyline WXW that then went into like every company they both wrestled in. Because they've had that match for like yeah. pretty much every big company in like the Western who, world. Who had the best video though? Who built a second feud with Jordan Devlin around it? That in was the, pretty good. And they w- also w- did w- the w- thing where David Starr stomped the WWE w- w- UK title, uh, much to a lot of people's anger. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think OTT are allowed to use any talent anymore. <laughs> I don't mean like WWE. I mean WWE are just signing people that work for OTT. Like Trop- Club Tropicana will be getting signed up soon. Um, do you know you said that um, they're not allowed to appear on the streaming services anymore? Mm. Um, you know the WWE's got that thing where they can close the company down. Yeah, why don't they just do that? It can't be that long. They're working up to it, it, aren't they? Do you know, you're, you're chap- chapter one hundred. If I were Triple H, I'd just be like, "Jump to appear on show." <laughs> <laughs> well, like Shane Douglas, throw <laughs> the company down. Yeah. You can all kiss my ass. We're closing you down, baby. But, but we'll see you in Plymouth in two weeks. Sure. <laughs> uh, while we're talking, while we're getting onto WWE stuff, I've got a little game for you. Okay. So, did either of you see that um, a bunch of WWE salaries got um, released? No. no. So we're going to play a game. Of, what's the game where you have to guess whether it's higher or lower? Do an intro. Play your cards right. Play your cards it's right. It's Dan's Play Your Cards Right. Dan has a much smaller chin than Bruce Forsyth. I do. But it's hidden by Bruce a lot Fla- of facial Bruce hair. Bruce Forsyth is dead, isn't he? Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Uh, 
because he he wasn't dead for a long time and then he did die. Yeah, right. So I'll go like uh, who wants? To, I'll let Graham go first because it was his birthday most You've recently. my entire birthday. So I'll start off. I'll start off by telling you Luke Gallo's salary is seven hundred grand per year. Uh, Good brother. Carl Anderson. <laughs> higher are all these all these are post AEW, aren't they? Yeah, because he was not on seven hundred no, grand before wasn't, that. Was he? But not. he was sat in catering, crying because he couldn't put his face paint on. So uh, Nakamura, higher or lower? Nakamura, I'm going to say higher. You're correct. Seven hundred and fifty grand. Bang. Daryl, Carl Anderson. What is it? Higher or lower than Nakamura? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think he's on the Good Brother contract, so I'd say lower. Yeah, but how, how tall You're correct. Is he? 700 grand to both on the same I would have loved it if he was on less. <laughs> it's proportional, isn't it? <laughs> That's the only tag team I've spilt. The other tag team that have got the same amount of money is the Usos, higher or lower? Uh, lower. Incorrect. Uh, do you know uh, that the, the, the drunk grand. Uso isn't allowed to go to SummerSlam? <laughs> I'm just saying, he's not there. Genuinely, he's not there. Okay. I hope they have a mirror and they're like, oh, look, here's the Usos. Hello, it's me, the Uso. <laughs> What do you think, bro? Oh, you're not saying anything, but you are waving. Good. I'll wave in with the opposite hand. So with the U- Usos. <laughs> Usos are on 750 grand a year. Um, next up, Brock Lesnar. I uh, wonder if this is a misdirect. Go well, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm 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 gonna play into his hand. I'm gonna say higher. You're wrong. It's lower. What's his salary? His base salary is only 500k. Right, I'm yeah. guessing he gets a lot of bonuses. That, yeah, exactly. He gets he gets a hundred grand per appearance, and then one point five million per every uh, Saudi appearance. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, so like, his base salary is five hundred. If you imagine Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows are doing however many, so they're base salary. If you're a part-time worker, but you're on five hundred grand per day, <laughs> your salary is technically lower because you've only got five hundred grand per year, but you only do one day. Do you know when this? <laughs> you know when they redid the Good Brothers contract? Do you think they went look seven hundred grand? It's more than Brock's getting. We can't Definitely. offer you any more. I reckon they say that to everyone, including. Yeah. The, it's more than Brock's getting. We can't. We can't afford to give you any more than that. Does Brock get any pay per view points? <laughs> <laughs> so Graham, your favourite Dolph Ziggler. When higher so, or lower than Brock? Well, higher almost certainly. Nine hundred grand a year. Sickening. Sickening. Darryl. We've got to talk about him though. That's good. <laughs> Becky Lynch, higher or lower? Uh, I'm gonna guess lower. You're correct. Five hundred grand a year. Yeah, definitely. And she's just renegotiated that as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, my my logic for that was the women wouldn't have been on good contracts to begin with because yeah. so even WB. if they've gone up, they'd still be yeah. up from lower. Yeah. It's like the whole football thing in it. Like women get paid a fraction of what men do, and that. Yeah. Which is less of an issue here, but it's a major issue in America. Graham AJ Styles. Uh, well, higher lower than Becky Lynch. Yeah. Definitely higher. Higher, 1.5 million. Well, that's well, that's 1.5 million reasons not to go to AEW, isn't it? <laughs> Daryl. Daniel Bryan. Ooh. Oh. I'm going to say higher. Incorrect. He's oh, only 1 million per year. That's all. Uh, so, Graham, you've won, but just for glory, you get the final one as well. Uh, Braun Strowman. Higher or lower than Daniel Bryan? Yeah. I'm going to say lower because they hate him. Actually, no, that's... Oh, no. You've still won, but that is incorrect. He's on 1.2 million. Oh, really? If I were Daniel Bryan, I'd be mega pissed off. <laughs> but like, you hate Braun Strowman. Look, you book him strong, and then you just cut his balls off so weekly. They were all base salaries, but um, thanks to uh, Jules for sending that to me to 
say. I think that would make it interesting a little bit. There you go. It's There's surprising how little Becky Lynch gets paid for someone who's just headlined WrestleMania. Su- right, you say it's surprising. It's, it's, it's not, not surprising, really, is it? Because uh, d- it might at, be disappointing. But as it's not everything post WrestleMania has shown, women are second class citizens. In you say, well, you say that. One thing was rescued a little bit, but the uh, the two K twenty commercial. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I've seen that Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns are on the cover. It would be way better if it wasn't for the fact that every every single action they've had since WrestleMania has completely undermined what they're actually trying to portray <laughs> in the. Because in the advert, right, there's a bunch of uh, male wrestlers in like a party, and Hulk mm. Hogan's there. Uh, there's no black people there, and and uh, Stone Cold's there asking for a beer, and uh, then the literal ceiling smashes, and Becky Becky Lynch comes through and says, "Sorry about your ceiling." And that's, but then she goes. She says, "Sorry about your ceiling." And then Roman Reigns turns right and like, "Nice work, man." And then they're both presented as equally cool. <sighs> but anyway, uh, the point of the thing is that the cover of Two K Twenty is mostly Becky Lynch, but also Roman Reigns, just in yeah. case people think it's about girls. Because yeah, we'll we'll want girls on the front, would we? No, might uh, might think it's about girls. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a female on the cover of the game before. Wasn't Ronda Rousey last year? No, AJ Styles was the cover star last year, but Ronda Rousey was like the special character. Uh. It was one of the Day of Reckoning games, and I'm pretty sure it's Stacey Keebler. Stacey Keebler, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, da- I think there's another... There is, but she's sort of faded in the background. So, like, there's the main star, like, say it's John Cena, and there's four other stars, and then there's one of the female talents is faded into the background of that. All right. Because I've seen it's in a tweet. I stole it from Twitter. Take that, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of females who are employed by WWE, uh, you remember how we had that whole thing with Paige and she was having you know problems with her love life? Mm. Uh, good news, she's with someone much better now. A uh, person by the name of Ronnie Radke. Ronnie Radke. Yeah, so um, he used to be in a band called Escape the Fate, uh, but he got kicked out of that band for uh, Battery and... Uh, I thought I recognised the name. The piece. Yeah, but he's, don't worry, he's got a new band now. They're called Fallen in Reverse. Oh, dear. Yeah. He went from... Like, that's actually worse than Escape the Fate. Like, yeah, well, they were pretty bad. Well, uh, Ron, Ronnie worse. is quite a political young man. So oh, he's no. got some opinions. And look, you know, freedom of speech. Americans are allowed to express what they want. <clears throat> would you like me to read one of Ronnie Radke's tweets? Yes, you would. Let's y- answer Yes, it. please. I don't know who Elijah Daniel is. Who's Elijah Daniel? You heard no, he's, got a, he's got a blue tick. Right. Well, okay. So he's someone on Twitter. Ronnie Radke. Don't let the media tell you it's white racist people doing the mass murders. It's every race, mainly male. They only cover the white kids because it fits the narrative they push for ratings. Stay woke. Uh, so then this Elijah has had a bit of a go at him. He's like, oh, don't be saying that. And also, oh, your band's a bit rubbish. <laughs> Ronnie Radke not very pleased with that last tour was 1500 to 3000 if I knew you were literally known fear fur like fur trees mm. wrong. starting drama with people I would have never responded but regardless suck a fucking dick you bitch ass motherfucker <laughs> aren't you glad that we're allowed to swear again now yeah um, no no because this is a horrible <laughs> thing but don't worry Paige has jumped into his defence she's like you're judging on what the internet says not facts he does incredible things treats me like a queen Raises over hundreds of thousands of dollars for friends in need. Goes and feeds the homeless. Sends fans three grand shoes just because he liked them. Donates all in silence. Doesn't make you feel good to bury someone on the internet because you're just bored. Does it stem from jealousy? Spreading internet hatred on the internet is a gross act of cowardice. Also, he's the most successful he's ever been. If those were facts, people would have cancelled him. 
Do you get the feeling that her and Ronda Rousey had a lot of interesting conversations? Uh, I'd get the feeling that just... Oh, just, dear. Just, she yeah. seemed to be doing so well. What's the point? Don't, don't even... You know, don't get involved. <laughs> like, if you go out with someone who's a massive knobhead, like this guy seems to be, you know, that's your choice. But yeah, don't he, he treats her like a queen. Yeah, he does, so it's fine. Not like, a, not like a dad, though, which is why she's probably, you know, maybe this relationship <laughs> hasn't gone as far as her proposing to him in a wrestling ring. But it's, 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 it's a fact that happened. That yeah. actually happened. That was a real thing that happened to Pappy. It's just all depressing, isn't Alberto it? Alberto <laughs> Rio. <laughs> uh, are we looking forward to fighting with my family too, then? Because, I mean, this, that's, <laughs> that's where the real intrigue's going to come. Yeah. Good old fighting my family where the Knight family have to stop the thing being taken over by an Indian restaurant. And Paige has a lot of things to say about it. Oh, uh, let's not. Kane's been advertised for appearances, but he's not going. <laughs> uh, WWE was like, Kane's coming to to two events in Louisiana, and someone phoned the uh, phoned the, the mayor's office and went, "Is your mayor going to Louisiana?" They were like, "No, that's all." No, because Mayor Kane isn't going. No, it's Demon Kane. Demon, Ka- there we go. That's you know the what? I hope, like, in like this is a serious like want. When you ring the mayor's office in Knoxville County, the hold music is Kane's entrance music. <laughs> yeah. That would be brilliant. Even better if it were the uh, typo negative version that was really cool that they didn't use. Hi, this is Kane, lighting a fire underneath Knox County. If you'd like to leave your information on the voicemail. <laughs> right, are we, uh, we going to talk about what's actually happening this week then? So, this week's show is previews of everything happening this weekend because it's another one of those weekends where everything's happening yeah it is yeah it's going to be a very 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 busy weekend uh we're going to talk about some different things so shall we start with what you wrote all the numbers for the g1 g1 uh so this weekend tomorrow is the a block final tomorrow saturday uh sunday is the b block final with the g1 finals taking place on monday the a block is much more cut and dry so, Huge shock in the A block, massive shock, as the Okada versus Ibushi match that was the last match of the entire A block is going to be to determine the winner of the A block. Well, so Daryl, did you see that coming? No. With the match listings, they don't announce the order of matches. They just announce what matches are on on the final night, and it's once the show before is finished they announce the uh, proper listing of the matches. Right. But yeah, of course, Okada was going to be in the running. It's a gigantic shock! Thing. It's Okada against Ibushi so for yeah, the winner o- of the block. Okada currently has fourteen points. Ibushi has twelve. If Ibushi wins, he goes to the G one final. If Okada wins, or it's a draw, Okada goes to the final. I hope Ibushi wins uh, in around the same time as Omega won that time that they had the uh, and it's that tells a uh, uh, continuing story yeah. if you like. Uh, so the other matches in the A Block final night, none of these matter to the standings. Um, Osprey takes on Tanahashi for the first ever time. Uh, this is the first year Tanahashi has been eliminated before the final show. Yeah, rubbish in it um, since 2004. He's sorry. lost that Doncaster magic. He needs to come yeah. back to Donny, and then he'll win the IWGP Championship again. So Osprey's on six points. Tanahashi's on eight. Uh, we get Kenta versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Kenta's on eight points. Zack Sabre Jr. on six. Kenta's been on a pretty bad run these last few shows. Zack Sabre Jr. is putting Boris Johnson's face on all his opponents. Those promos, by the way, are brilliant. Where it's Zack Sabre Jr. just losing his shit backstage and ranting about how he can't concentrate because the country's in, t- in turmoil. Sonata against Bad Luck Farley. Yeah, Sonata versus Bad Luck Farley. Bad Luck Farley is having a weird few Let's matches. go Farley. Uh, so Farley is on six, Sonata's on eight. 
Fale, um, so he beat Kenta with a roll-up, but it was with some interference. And then he beat Tanahashi pretty much clean with a pinning combination. Because Fale's better than both yeah, of them. Yeah, Fale's doing wrestling now. And then uh, Evil versus Lance Archer. Evil on eight points, Lance Archer on four. Lance Archer's had a really good tournament. Like, the best thing that could have happened to him is... Wide uh, versus tall, isn't it? David Boy Smith Jr. not going, not staying on with New Japan. It's the best thing that's happened to him. The B block is a bit more complicated. So the two matches that don't have any um, say on what happens is Yano versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, Yano's on eight points, Cobb's on six points. And Ishii versus Taichi. Ishii's on eight, Taichi's on six. Then this is where it gets complicated. Next up will be Juice versus John Moxley. Uh, Moxley's currently on ten points, Juice is on eight. Um, Goto versus Shingo. Goto on 10. Shingo on 6. Naito versus Jay White will be the main event. Naito on 10. Jay White on 6. Oh, on 10 even, sorry. My handwriting's terrible. So, how the math works out on the B block. So, right. yeah, yeah be... it gets very complicated. Well, right, let me yeah. say what I've got here because this is relatively simple. Okay. okay. Uh, basically, Jay White needs to beat Naito and hope Goto loses because he's got a loss against him. Yep. Naito needs to beat Jay White and hope Moxley loses because he's got a loss against him. Yep. Goto needs to beat Shingo and hope Jay White beats Naito because he's got a loss against Naito. Yep. Or John Moxley needs to beat Juice Robinson and hope both White and Goto lose because he's got losses against both of them. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, that's you put that much simpler than my flow chart. Which well, was... <laughs> all I know is that the commentators haven't explained been explaining it yeah. at all. Well, uh, it's Kevin Kelly got really confused during Evil versus Okada. Because he couldn't figure out whether Evil had been eliminated because of the previous matches, yeah, and because it got kind of complicated before it all like that match happened in the A block. But yeah, the uh, commentators have been getting very confused. I think they're doing a better job with the fictional C block than they are the two blocks that are ha- actually happening. Um, Chase Owens has winning the C block apparently based on how the points are tallied up for that one that doesn't exist. Um, but yeah. Um, I still think Naito's going to get it. I think Juice is going to beat Moxley. Um, I could see Goto beating Shingo to set up that maybe he'll sneak into it like he did the other year, and then Naito beat Jay White. But then Jay White will do something heinous at the end of the match because he's Jay White. Um, actually, oh, if Goto wins, I'm just trying to say. So if Juice wins, then Goto wins. Naito versus White becomes whoever wins that match goes. Yeah, goes that's forward. what I'm sort of thinking will happen. Yeah, um, that's the thing I'm expecting. So then we get the G1 final on Monday morning, and it should be a good one. How does this all possibly affect Royal Quest then? Because that's really how it starts to affect us. So the only person who's beat Okada in the A block is Sonada. So it seems like it might be Okada against Sonata at Royal Okada Quest. versus Snyder might either be at Royal Quest or it might be at... Destruction? Uh, not Destruction. What's the one afterwards in oh, October? Um, that's normally got a big title defense on it. But Okada's got... There's still... I don't think Okada's getting to the final. So there's still the G1 final night. Whatever happens on that could lead to a match being announced. Um, you've also got... Naito's been beaten by one or two people in the block... I hope it's because Yano beat um, both Naito and John Moxley. I want Yano against Naito. <laughs> Yano That's what I want in Royal Quest. I want Yano against Naito. I, I just want Yano on the show because he's been brilliant. Him and Taichi had been stitchers yesterday. It was absolutely brilliant. But yesterday it was oh yeah, it was yesterday that match. 
uh, where Taichi tried to roll Yano up in the ring apron and Yano got out but then rolled Taichi and Kanemaru up in the ring apron to get the count out win because Yano is Yano doing that type of stuff all the time as um, usually she's just been mint yeah Ishii's been phenomenal Shingo's been really great in this tournament which um, I don't think anyone's really had a like I'd say the only slightly disappointment in this tournament is probably Jeff Cobb he's not really had apart from his match with Ishii on the opening night not really had a sensational performance against anyone which is disappointing because Jeff Cobb's really really good but um, I think everyone's kind of coming out this tournament better off for it Goto as well, because he dropped quite a bit of weight as well, and looks to be revitalised, even though he's nearly 40. Um, yeah, it's been a really, really great tournament, and it, it's interesting the amount of stuff that's come out of it as well going forward, leading up to the first ever two-night Wrestle Kingdom. I'm surprised how strong Moxley's been booked, even though I know he's sort of still the US champion. Like, yeah. it sort of seems to suggest is he hanging around a little bit longer than people expected? Yeah, well, he's he's kind of confirmed it, and so has the chairman of New Japan have said that he's still going to be available to do dates after he's exclusive to All Elite in the US. Right. Sweet. Right, let's get on to the WWE stuff for the weekend then. So we've got, first of all, NXT with, uh, I think, like you know, what could be quite an underrated card here, I think. This could be lost in all the sort of G1 and the SummerSlam... No. Semi, no. Takeover will be the best show of the weekend. Usually is, isn't it? Let's yep. be honest. Right, the best WWE show of the weekend. <laughs> nah, it'd be better than G1 Finals. Guarantee well, you. Don't forget the thing with the G1 Finals as well. And I know there's been some really good G1 Finals as well, but it always strikes me as absolutely mad. And I know that's how they do it, but it strikes me as absolutely mad that they have the actual final the day after they've all been packed. Like, for, it's like. This You're is just been... making it harder for the match to be amazing, aren't you? But it always ends up being amazing. But they give it, it could it be better bit. if they had like 10 minutes to... Well, you know. this year's tournament, because of the US show, has been the longest in terms of the calendar. So they've actually had bigger breaks in between shows and stuff. They've had quite a few two-day breaks and stuff like that. Um, even though like Osprey's been battered, uh, Ibushi got injured I don't think the, the, the US show affected anything because the US they did the US show... They waited a week and then essentially started the tournament. I know the f- I know the US show was the first date of the tournament, but they they didn't. They've had bigger gaps in between the shows as well, so it's made it like six weeks. Yeah, but almost. that's not anything to do with the the uh, the US show, is it? Well, yeah, because the US show moved everything forward a little bit. There was a week gap, but then with that one show being a bit different, and then also they've put a few extra gaps in it. So but that's it's... not to do with the US show. You said with the US show. It's made the tournament. Well, the US show, yeah, the US show, because the US show was a week before the rest of the tournament, it makes it the longest in terms of the calendar. Yeah, but then you were talking about the gaps in, bet- in yeah, between. Yeah, but, the there's, ga- the, but there's still more gaps this year as well. There weren't as many two day gaps between shows previously. So yeah, it, but if the, if the US if the US show happened the day before the first Japanese yeah. show, the gaps would still be there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the US show makes it even longer than it would have been previously. Right, okay. So, NXT then, eh? Guys, <laughs> NXT Toronto? Uh, so, here's a weird thing. You know our New York, it's always the hot ticket. In Toronto, it isn't. NXT, right. they've uh, reduced the ticket prices quite a lot. Like, you can get a ticket for like $7 now. Canadian dollars? Yeah. Blimey. Yeah, it's I actually don't know how they exchange to American dollars, but I thought this sounded worse. So. It's probably yeah. it's probably like four dollars American, maybe five. 
There you go. Yeah, it's it's very cheap to get tickets. Because there's no Canadians on it. Are there? Uh, I can't see any Canadians here. I don't believe there is. No. Well, anyway, no. let's run through the card. Right. Candice LeRae against Ayo Shirai. It's the Did you notice that Ayo Shirai's Twitter handle was on SmackDown this week? <laughs> no. So, you know the Kabuki Warriors? Yep. Well, they put their uh, Twitter handles up, and it was uh, Kairi Sane and Ayo Shirai. Okay. I'm not going to pass comment on that. Nope, yep. we don't need to. I think so it's that's all the, been said. That's the first non-title women's match to be on TakeOver in three years. Yeah. Because Women's Revolution. Yeah. Um, it should be a good match. Oh. I'm not that big on Candice LeRae. Can I just be completely honest? I don't think she's terrible, but I'm not that big on her. So, a story I got told a while ago is she tried out for TNA, like, this several years ago, and Gail Kim was the one who said to her, you need more experience wrestling women because your entire thing is based on wrestling guys, and you can tend to have better matches that way. Yeah. And that was what why she had so many great matches. But um, she's exclusive wrestling women now in WWE, and she seems to have improved quite a bit from what I've seen previously of her. Right up. And then Sh- is amazing. Shayna Baszler against Mia Yim for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm looking forward to this match because Mia Yim is really, really good. Sweet. So, so, so Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Shayna Baszler is really good too. But Shayna Mia- going to actually go up to main event, uh, sorry, main roster at some point. Like, would this not be <sighs> what, the perfect? What's point? Well, would this not be a good opportunity though to like maybe give it a bit of a kick up the ass with like? Uh, it's just going to ruin her, mate. What's yeah, point? but. <laughs> All right, <laughs> they are though. But like, would it not be a good time to give it, give the old whole division a bit of a kick up the backside with like have a new fresh like champion, have a smack Becky Lynch about on, uh, you know, Raw and like, I don't know, punch Seth Rollins in the penis or something. <laughs> yeah, it'd That'd be, be good. It'd be good for a week, wouldn't it? Yeah, would. <laughs> it'd be a good week. We get that. That's more than we get now. Shall have a great day. No, R- Raw's been all right yeah. if you watch it in YouTube form. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which, to be fair, at one point, it wasn't even all right in that form. No, so it wasn't. It was is, awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a meager improvement. Uh, the North American Championship. Velveteen Dream against Pete Dunne against Roderick Strong. That should be all right. I, I'm not the biggest Roderick Strong fan still. Um, no, but, but he's, he's fine as a component to something like this. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be the like the workhorse in the also, middle he is of it, less like. bad now than he was when he was just the most bland man ever. Like, like Ooh, I do a backbreaker. Yeah, like he's less bad. Is what I would say. Like wrestling wise, he's always been decent, but as a character, he's less bad now. He was a bit like Dean Malenko, weren't he? Yeah, but even like Dean Malenko is better than like Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah. Velveteen Dream is he going up to the main roster? No, no. All right, good. Um, neither is Pete Dunne, but um, well, I, I see. No, he's only he's only just, just yeah, he's only just come up to NXT, yeah. um, like proper NXT now. Roderick Strong will be taking pinfall in this, I think. Hope so. Um, I'm excited to see stuff between Pete Dunne and Velveteen Dream. Street Profits against Undisputed Era. Yay. Street Profits, also known as the people who do the recap on Raw every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Street Profits losing because they're on Raw every week. Yep. Well, that, that that raises a question then. So if they're losing, Adam Cole's already the NXT champion. Would it not make sense to give Roderick Strong the, the North American title and then... They've got all the gold. It's good for Evolution in 2004. And, you know, Triple H. <laughs> so. Yeah, why not? I think I think they should do that. Even though I'm not hugely keen on Roderick Strong, at least it gives the Undisputed Era that thing about, we're going to get all the titles, and then they get one, and then they lose one. Like, oh, we were going to have yeah. all the titles. But then again, in the main event, I don't think Adam Cole's retaining. Oh, you think Johnny Gargano's winning? 
Why? I think so. What's point? He's uh, already I don't see point. Yeah. What's point? Saw him win it. Yeah. What's point? Hmm. This is the three stages of match. Match. Have they announced what each gimmick is, or are they just doing two out of three falls? I mean, again? we're recording uh, after the last NXT, and I still don't know. So I'm going to find out now while you talk about why you think Johnny Gargano is going to win. Um, because. <coughs> Actually, I think Street Profits might retain because I think Undisputed Era might finally be going up. What's that have to do with Johnny Gargano? Come on. So if Undisputed Era are going up, then Adam Cole will be dropping the title so then Undisputed Era can all go up to main roster. Right, here you are. So Gargano chose a street fight. Hmm. Cole chose a singles match, which... <laughs> don't do that. No, but it is kind of fitting to be a heel and choose yeah. like a boring match, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. And uh, the, the third fall hasn't been revealed. So basically, I'm convinced it's they're either gonna have a cage above the ring, or they're gonna have something like some kind of hook. And whoever walks into Toronto is gonna walk into the arena. And go and I don't imagine we'll have anyone listening who's going to Toronto. Although actually, think about it. One of our friends from uh, uh, the grandest stage is actually going. So I should tweet him and go, do us a favor when you walk into NXT, just look up and tell us what it's <laughs> gonna be because it will be whatever it is. I suppose theoretically he could come out and go, "Oh, it's going to be a lumberjack match," but it's probably not because it'll probably be a cage or a ladder you'd expect. Or if they have the old school blue cage, then they, could, they don't have to hang it up on the ceiling. Four hundred pounds. They don't have the old school blue cage. Yeah, they'll have to spend about <laughs> half an hour putting it up, don't yeah. they? Yeah, exactly. That'll be a nice break for him in after the first two. Do you remember when you didn't put a cage up? Oh yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Did you put it up? What? No. Oh, okay. No, you were only... That was your first show, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know I, it was the second... No, because the second anniversary was the cage, wasn't it? Yeah, I was working in the production bay because right. uh, that was the second freak I'm pretty freak confident Daryl was supposed to, but he didn't. It was the second no, freak no. out because uh, the cameraman wasn't in position to film the uh, screw job finish. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so he didn't get caught on camera. <laughs> Good, because let's be honest, the person involved in it didn't deserve to be on camera. Exactly. Or anywhere outside of an actual cell. So that's uh, that's that's Takeover Toronto 2019. Who's the other about? Uh, some beast. Someone <laughs> else. So, so, some 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 someone. Was it? Would we say beast? Speaking of beast, Brock Lesnar's in the main event. Of the, right? Can I just if address something? Kind of beast, just for legal reasons. I can't. <laughs> yeah. so, it wasn't Brock Lesnar. Uh, can I address something odd about the card that I can't decide if I like or not? Go on. So, first of all, how hyped are you for SummerSlam? Um, very hyped. Are you really? <laughs> no no that's what I thought yeah yeah well not at all but you look down the card and you go you know what actually they've built a card of 10 matches which is exclusively one on one matches so that's no, no tag team matches no no because they're the, the tag division screwed isn't it well yeah but at least they've yeah. not got any like random oh we'll do a three way for no obvious reason matches so go on then give us some matches right let's go so uh I don't know why you've written this one on. This don't count. Gulak against Larkin. Oh, it'd be on pre-show. Sure. Yeah, exactly. That don't count. Don't try and sneak you, you your two or five live. You love Oni Larkin. Oh yeah, he's got a funny name, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Oni. Nice and name, mate. as the thing going around Twitter was the other day, he's got a very long finger. I don't like the way that he tweets. <laughs> he keeps showing it to me, and you know the trending section. It's like, oh, you like wrestling? Here's Oni Larkin's tweet. I don't care. It's all in capitals talking yeah. about his dad. I don't care about Oni Larkin. <laughs> It is. I, I just enjoyed the whole thing because people pointed out that he's got a very long finger on this picture, 
and he's going, I don't know why everyone's talking about why I've got a long finger, and he'd photoshopped it so his finger was going out of frame at the top of the picture now. Okay. So he had a very long finger. Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon. Yes. Uh, Kevin Owens is the face this time, and Kevin Owens' uh, career's on the line, I think, so he's winning that probably. Yeah. Yeah, but I hope Shane wins. Yeah. This will be Shane. Shane going away for a little while again, won't it? Yeah, probably for a bit, yeah. Just take a bit of a chill pill until WrestleMania. Yeah. Bailey against Ember Moon. I don't know if they've announced which matches on the pre-show. This one stinks of pre-show to me. <laughs> like they haven't even built up Ember, Ember Moon at all. They've been having a losing, haven't they? And then yeah, yeah, they've opened. Were it her basically. who lost to Natalia this week? Oh, no, go. it was well, the count put it, out. Put it this way: if they're putting one women's match on the pre-show, it's that one. It's hundred percent this one. Yeah, yeah, definitely that one. Even though the other one isn't hugely appealing, Becky Lynch against Natalia. If straight yeah, up gone in a submissions match. Well, yeah, they're straight up gone. Canada in it, just fling Natalia in there. Rumours, again, I don't believe them, that Ronda Rousey might get involved. But is she pregnant yet? Uh, I don't know. Because I would. I've not been round to the uh, Rousey Brown house. Well, no, yeah, but you might have seen her somewhat on Twitter, mate. <laughs> well, I, like, I don't imagine. All I know is, right, if she's actively trying to get pregnant, I'd be surprised if she's coming back to WWE. She might just come and do a screw job, mate. Well, I suppose she could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah this it's is a submissions up match involving yeah, in, a in Canada, yeah. It? yeah. Definitely leading up to that, innit? AJ Styles against Ricochet again. <laughs> That's fine. It's yeah. all right, but it is them again. The US title. Yeah. Um, It'd be good, though. Will the, uh, the OC get involved in that match? Yeah. And cost Ricochet the match? Uh, or will it be Ricochet rising tall? Yeah, was this thing about Ricochet and he had backup from somebody? I can't remember. Finn Balor against Bray Wyatt, but... The Fiend. These idiots are not dressed up as, like, the demon pumpkin and a woman. So what are they doing? Bray Wyatt's making an effort. He's dressing up like a member of Slipknot. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as dressing up as Sister Abigail and going, No, I'm Sister Abigail! This is the real test, though, isn't it? Is this the real quiz? Yeah, because we've done we've done little promo videos. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's time, now in it? the ring. It's officially yeah. in the ring. Yeah. It's not him randomly attacking Kurt Angle. After on five minutes, it'll be oh, it's Bray Wyatt though, isn't it? And I hope they play videos on the canvas again. If they have any sense, right, this will be two minutes long, and then they might get away with putting him in the ring, and just because Finn Balor is apparently going to get mar- married anyway, so just write him off for a bit. He's not actually the demon, though, is he? No, he's... Well, they've not said he's... Yeah, he, so he, he won't be. He, I think he has said that he's not going to be the demon. They it? make a big deal of him when he is the demon, yeah. don't they? Trish Stratus against Rick Flair... Not Rick Flair. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that would be a match to see. Probably not for public viewing, though. Uh, Trish Stratus against uh, Charlotte Flair. Trish says this is her last match. You know, like, she retired before in Canada. Well, she's doing it again. Okay. To come back to her. But the Rock, the rock retired. The Rock announced his retirement. Did he? Yeah, officially. Yeah, yeah he did, yeah. So did we see The Rock's last match? Then? No, because he wrestled Eric Rowan, didn't he? <laughs> oh. His final match was against Eric Rowan. Did we see... Yeah, that's embarrassing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Don't announce Cause, that, mate. Because my vi- original thought was, oh, saw his last match. Then I was like, no, I didn't. You <laughs> saw his last <laughs> WWE Championship defence ever. Yeah. yeah. Is what we'll tell everyone. Oh, his last match was against Eric Rowan. That's brilliant. Technicalities. Sh- Trish Stratus against Charlotte Flair. This should be what? All right. Um, it's hard to judge really because it's not it like Trish has been around years. Yeah, like it's how long has it Even been? Even Evolution, she was in a tag match with Leah, yeah. wasn't she? So I, I don't know. And then before that, it was. If the, I was any sort of actual person, I would have done some research and figured out when. Was it no. the six-person tag before that with uh, John Morrison? Yes, and it was. Snooki. Yeah, the great. Yeah, the John Morrison Snooki and Trish Stratus, where John Morrison was like. 
I don't want to hug you. Melina should have been here. You know the uh, or Melina. I reckon like oh five oh six when she left. Probably. Like the first time. It's so. been a long, long while. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's kind of a cool match. Um, there's not much else I can say about it. Um, it'll be well. It's Spencer's new favorite against his old favorite, isn't it? Yeah. He's only made one of them bark like a dog that we know of. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, Kofi Kingston against Randy Orton. Stupid. Stupid. I really sort of want Randy Orton to win here. And then call him stupid. Yeah. You're stupid. <laughs> I'd like that, but... Thing is, Kofi Kingston, he's not like really like world on fire, but I don't think Randy Orton would either, so... Yeah, do we need another Randy Orton title reign? No, but Bischoff's in charge on SmackDown now, isn't he? So mm. uh, if that WWE belt staying on is like going to be as as exclusive as people are on on WWE, mm. but uh, maybe Bischoff wants uh, Randy Orton as champion. No, but then Randy Orton's not going to be the right person to drop the title to Big Sexy, is he? Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's got it when Big Sexy comes in on the, when it goes on to Fox. There's two matches left. One of them is a part-timer against someone that people really hate. The other one is uh, Goldberg against Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Boo! Got him! Take that, Seth Rollins. You moron. See, the whole Do you thing... see on Raw where Seth Rollins got beaten up and that? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm really injured, but I'm going to come down and get more packed. Oh, well, now I feel sympathy for you, you dick. What yeah, you it's, it's really good building for this match, isn't it, when you just have the babyface get beat up with no I chance. think there's a very small chance that Brock could become the face in that match. Like I think more likely is they just both get booed to bits, but or maybe even more likely than that is people like Seth Rollins anyway because oh he's one of us, but yeah, but Brock he's a cook too. Well Brock, no Canuck, ah. yeah, different. Doesn't Brock live in Canada? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Brock, someone of them will know that they'll be like, yeah, Brock from Canada. Yeah, I hope. Just don't replay his uh, comments about the Canadian healthcare system. What should really happen is that uh, the winner of the next match should come out afterwards well, and get in Brock's face. Before we talk about the next match, there is another thing that might be on SummerSlam, but it's not got an official match on it. This Roman because, Reigns thing. Yeah, they revealed who it was who keeps trying to kill Roman Reigns. They said in, it was Rowan, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Rowan. You know, the man who had the last match they, of The Rock. They, <laughs> they followed Imagine up. that. He had, he had The Rock's last match and now he's trying to kill his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> And slash brother, if you watch that new I did it. film, <laughs> well, I did it for Daniel Bryan. Well, Rowan and Rikishi might. Well, there might you go. Team see. Up. Yeah, that'd be better. Yeah, I'd watch that. He's not medic. Rikishi, you know, he's not medical cleared though to do his signature moves. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he can't even do stink face. So what's the point? <laughs> you know, thinking about that, maybe not medically cleared meant he had an upset stomach that yeah. day. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> he didn't want to leave a streak on his face. Oh. Great. Thanks for that specific <laughs> image. Yeah, the real main event is Gold. Gold I never thought I'd say this sort of match with Dolph Ziggler is the real main event, but that's because the other half this of the match is, is the best odd, baby face. Odd match. Yeah, so he beats up Shawn Michaels. Sorry, just to go back to the Roman Reigns thing, <laughs> uh, we called the Buddy Murphy thing last week. Yeah. Buddy Murphy was there, they referenced it. They did, yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, well done, lads. Thanks. Roman Reigns doing the. You're the pinnacle of you. wrestling journalism. Yep. Six and a half stars. Aye. Goldberg against Dolph Ziggler. They cancelled Ziggler against Miz. Which, frankly, I'm delighted with. I mean, to be honest, mate, we're coming to yours to watch it. If there was a Ziggler versus Miz match, that's when I would have gone for a long poo. <laughs> Specifically dragging it out. Is it finished yet? No. All right. I'll just snip this one. Straining yeah. to get every it's drop like, out. Are they going to the finishing sequence yet? Yeah. Right, I'll start wiping. Brilliant. 
<laughs> but yeah, how this match was can set any, up was... Can any wipe really wipe the shit that is Dolph Ziggler? I'll tell you which one can. Goldberg can. So... <laughs> It's just so weird that they did this whole thing where Ziggler beat up Shawn Michaels and then he gets Goldberg. Because they're all mates, isn't it? Yeah. All bald mates. <laughs> yeah, he got shaving tips from him. He's got like Harry Shavers, Dollar Shave Club. It, Whichever one of you wants to sponsor our podcast, right? You sponsor every other one. I want some of that Blue Chew. What's that? Have you not heard of this? It's on all the podcasts. Oh, no, I haven't. It, it, it's it, like it, a Viagra it, substitute. It, 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 but it's chewable. Oh, so, on, it, so it, it gets in, it's like in, Flintstone vitamins. We'll have it. I'll try it out. Yeah. yeah, I mean this is a laugh, right? We'll all take it, and we, we can all have a race to see which one gets erect first. Brilliant! <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly do that. <laughs> oh god, I'm Devo, by the way. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, so yeah, the um, Goldberg against Dolph Ziggler, right? This we are prepping for Goldberg against Brock, aren't we? At WrestleMania again, because you know all the other baby faces have got no credibility. So bring back the one that does. <laughs> Why are they doing this match? I don't understand it. Apparently, Goldberg really wanted to do a match because he wants to make up for the horror show that was him versus The Undertaker. Well, that's interesting considering the other story the other week was like, oh, Goldberg's got no empathy. He didn't even care about The Undertaker match. And I'm like, I don't think I believe that because it's Goldberg, isn't it? So, right, Goldberg, before he he goes out to the ring, smashes his head on the door before he leaves his, his locker room. So... I think he concussed himself before he got out there because he had a little cut on his head. Yeah. So he's done that for years. So maybe if you want to make... up now. Yeah, just just don't don't do that bit. The bit where you smash your head, Goldberg. Don't yeah. do it, pal. I think he might not this time, to be honest. I think he might, he might forgo well, it. Well, here's the thing. I want him to do it. <laughs> because <laughs> that Undertaker-Goldberg match was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> if anything was catered to me... It was that shit show. <laughs> that was that maybe was they'll uh, maybe they'll contact the guy from AEW, gimmick that chair, and get him to make a locker for Goldberg. <laughs> I did actually want to say something <laughs> about AEW this week, very briefly. Have you seen what they're doing at um, All Out? Uh, tell me. They're doing another one of those bloody casino matches. <laughs> yeah, I did see yeah, that. For real. But they have got the debut of Roddy Piper's daughter. If it helps, though, a d- Roddy Piper's daughter with jazz. <laughs> with jazz <laughs> who knew Roddy Piper was knobbing jazz I didn't know Roddy Piper was knobbing jazz wait no I didn't what? know this no wait, wait. What? no seriously I, I thought you meant that jazz was going to be a manager or something no 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 this is right I, d- I only read this on the UKFF so I don't know if it's true <laughs> I don't think that's I don't care. true I don't care if it's not true right <laughs> yeah Le- you can't slander reasons. the dead for legal reasons I have to say oh, you yeah. can slander his living family though I will point that out <laughs> For legal reasons, I have to say that, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. I don't... See, no, I'll, I'll leave it. Yeah, I genuinely... I'll t- I've got something to say, but I'll say it off the air. Okay, that's probably for the best. <laughs> Where is it? I'm sure I've read that. Can it be any worse than half the stuff we said last week? I'm sure I it's mean, do you want to risk it? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pause it? Because it's in my head, I want to say it. Jazz and Roddy Piper's... Yeah, um, well... It weren't as bad as I expected. But... No, but I, I weren't sure. So if, if I'm not sure, then we probably have to pause it. But I have to yeah. say it because I want to get it out. So it's out yeah, there. It's only funny if you say it. Yeah. Doug Stanhope rule. I need to find out if Jazz is Teal's mum. <laughs> I don't think Did she you is. see the video I to announce someone it? someone might have got a... No, I didn't. The I think blackjack might dealer in the video was Jake right. the Snake Roberts. Yeah, I think... So. Um... <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, good. Did he do the promo? <laughs> I don't know if he did actually. Surely that's uh, the, that's the reference. I've just though. seen the screenshots, but yeah, 
<laughs> want to play 21. I think someone's. I bet. I think basically someone's read something here that they've got uh, got their wires crossed. So sadly, sadly, it seems like Teal Piper might not be off of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Devastating, really. Because I think I think what they've done is they've read Teal Piper, daughter of Roddy Piper, and Jazz have been announced. And they've, you know what I mean, <laughs> I think, which is actually devastating. So sorry, Teal Piper, it doesn't look like your mom is jazz. And sorry, jazz, that this is uh, yeah, sorry, overdone jazz. your announcement that you're going to be on a major TV show again. Sorry, jazz. Well, this should bring Rodney back as well. Jazz used to be with Rodney Mac in WWE. Yeah. See, that's a reference I can remember. Who else was in their little group? Oh yeah, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper was married from 1982 until his death, so it was, yeah. it's not Jazz's kid. Devastating. <laughs> oh, semantics, mate. Devastating. Yeah, I don't remember that one anyway, being on the, the wrestling Anyway, they're doing the stupid casino match, so don't... Yeah, exactly. And, oh, we got... Shut up. Just yeah, but Graham, do you not appreciate that they got Jake Look, Roberts to be the dealer? Yeah, that's <laughs> mildly amusing, but that's it. it but that frankly, joke works his, on several levels. His, ex- <laughs> his explanation of what, how to do gambling <laughs> is equally as coherent as the actual match itself. They should, they should get... Oh, they should get Scott Steiner to explain the rules. You want to play 21? Now I've got 22. So you bust then. Well done, Jake. Yeah, but then if Scott Steiner's out there shouting the rules... and like Doing his Steiner math. Yeah. Scott Steiner did something recently. Oh, He was at right. TNA was teaming no, with... No, he was having a match with Joey Ryan. Yeah, he actually did the flip. Yeah. Sure, but then it, he did the six-man tag thing that they were going to do in Chikara, where it was him, Jordan Grace, and Peter Williams. All was like the Steiner family. Okay. What's uh, what's Rick doing? Uh, he's asked to look after a restaurant when Scott ain't there, doesn't okay. he? And he runs those PTA meetings as well. That's genuine. He runs PT. He runs the local PTA. Okay. Yeah, the dog face gremlin runs. Right. The local so yeah, PTA Goldberg against so. Ziggler. That's that's the main event. Well, it's a I mean, it's not two minute Goldberg match. Surely anything it else should be. I think it could be three whole minutes because <laughs> I think Dolph Ziggler. I think they're gonna have a Dolph Ziggler sleeper hold spot. Because he did the sleep hold for a bit. I think, okay. do I think Dolph Ziggler is going to sell the spear so comically that it's going to make... It, he's going to sell it like Shawn Michaels sold for Hulk Hogan, but An- not mean it as an insult. Another SummerSlam memory. There you go. Best it. SummerSlam match like of the last 20 years. Obviously. Uh, any particular interest in Brock against Rollins? I know we talked about it, but do we care? Again. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Pointless. There was a SummerSlam match that got taken off the card and done on TV this week. They did Alistair Black versus Sami Zayn good. randomly on TV. Yeah. Right, good. Because yeah, someone, we didn't need any more matches on that card. Someone f- must have finally looked at it and gone, like, not only are they all singles matches, we've got 10 of them. And rather than just doing the usual thing of, you're right, we need an 11th, they <laughs> like they actually took one off. So fine, good. I'm all right with that. For SummerSlam this year, I'm mainly looking forward to just, because we didn't do a WrestleMania party this year, it'll just be nice. Because it was just me and Bram watching it and I fell asleep. Uh, um, so it'll be I nice had a WrestleMania party, boys. Did you? Yeah. Where, where was that? Yeah, we're in New Jersey, mate. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. It's not real New York, is it? No. No. I know. no. Yeah, but they say it is. Yeah, yeah but they're wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next year's uh, next year's SummerSlam's in Boston. Just so you know. Boston. They're going to yeah. use Dropkick Murphys as theme? No. As they hope to do in Boston. I think they've still got four years before they can use the Dropkick Murphys by their usual yeah. tenure <laughs> in it. Like, Dropkick Murphys were relevant, you know. They'll use a song by Boston. Yeah, probably. They use four plays slash long time. Good. It's the opening tracks and the that would still album. be better than any song that they usually use. Yeah, it would be. That's that. Yeah. That's a great song. Well, surely they should use uh, uh, "Get Lucky" by Daft Punk. It's the sound of the summer. 
<laughs> did you see that Scott Mills did yes, that? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I also saw people going, oh, Scott Mills, were you were you trying to steal Patter? It's like, no, obviously he's not. It's definitely my reference. <laughs> Get on board with it. That's it. That's the end of this week's bumper Royal Grumble podcast. Don't forget that to was go only to just longer than our normal news episode. Not the point. <laughs> Don't forget to go to royalgrumble.co.uk to get the latest episode. You can find us on Twitter at royalgrumblepod. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash royalgrumble. Uh, and we're on Instagram and we're on every possible uh, every possible place you can get your podcast. You can find us on there. So yes. search for us on there if you're not already using it. Download it multiple times. Yeah. Go to our Just Giving page. Do that. Yes, please. Yeah, you heard the details at the start from our very good friends at the um, Inside Oz podcast. Uh, please, by all means. Yeah, we're, uh, if I'm completely honest, we've sort of stagnated a little bit on that. So I'd really like to. Uh, I still don't know how he strings a podcast out of a Kevin Nash's short-lived Oz character, mate. <laughs> you've got to listen and see. That's what you've got to do. If anyone, he's the real podcast champion. We're, we're just chances that talk about weekly wrestling. He's talking about Kevin Nash. We could get him <laughs> on to talk about Oz on Oz. Yeah. That, that'd be a oh, shout. that's actually a really good idea. Exactly. That's what we should <laughs> do. That should, be one, mode. <laughs> that should be one of the things that we do. There you go. We'll think <laughs> about it. We'll have a word. Right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, take care. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>